What is zinc alloy fluidity and why is it important in die casting? How do different alloys affect the viscosity and characteristics of zinc and how does that affect the design process as well as the final product? To help us better understand zinc alloys and fluidity, we have Dave Magner, Director of Sales and Marketing at Deco Products Company, to help discuss the various aspects of zinc alloys and how they determine the design and final products in zinc die casting. Today on The Manufacturing Experts. What is zinc alloy fluidity and why is it important in the manufacturing industry? Well, to help us kind of answer that and learn more about zinc die casting and alloys, we have Dave Magner, the Director of Sales and Marketing at Deco Products Company. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Dave. Yeah, thanks a lot, Neil. Appreciate your time. No problem. Always glad to have you on. Hey, wanted to start out about the discussion about zinc die casting and more specifically about zinc alloy fluidity, even if I'm saying that correctly. Mm -hmm. Um Let's start off with just a, a basic one. So what is zinc die casting and what is zinc and what is the zinc alloy used in die casting? Yes, uh, sure, Neil. So the process of zinc die casting, you know, it's all about taking um, the right chemistry, i.e. the right recipe of this metal alloy, which, you know, includes uh, different components. Um, for, for, for zinc, the, the uh, number one uh, component within the zinc alloy is zinc itself with aluminum coming in second. And the chemistry is so, so important. Um, and, and so it um, really impacts the different characteristics of the alloy and really lends itself well to what is important to the designer. And so the zinc die casting process is all about melting that that material down and then using a, a two-half mold so that you shoot this molten zinc in and able to achieve the right geometry, which would relate to really the right functionality of the part. And so um, the type of material is so, so key in that process. What about the zinc alloy is important or advantageous when considering one's the part design? So there are, are different materials that can be melted down and, and shot into a mold, you know, plastic, aluminum, magnesium, but, but zinc, uh, you know, has its fit for certain applications uh, and, and, and an important aspect to zinc is to understand um, the intricate, you know, complicated uh, features of, of the part itself. Uh, zinc has great dim dimensional stability, and, and a big part of that is how it melts and how it fits into the mold and then, then ultimately cooled. And so understanding really what your base material is, whether it's plastic or zinc, is so, so important in one's part design. So fluidity is important, but what is fluidity and why is it important? Well, so zinc... Um, rather than some other materials uh, is, is very fluid. Uh, when it melts, it's almost like water. And so it's all about the viscosity of the material where other materials might be more syrupy, like the nature of zinc when melted um, is, is very fluid. So it, so it flows very well uh, up until the point it's cooled. And so when it is cooled, it can get into certain uh, areas of the mold that can be very detailed. 
So it might be a closer tolerance that you might need, and maybe a small feature that other materials just couldn't achieve with zinc. Uh, and, and, and really the, the chemistry of zinc and how it's processed is, is so, so key. So can the characteristics of a zinc alloy fluidity impact the part cost and other financial aspects of the project? Yeah, uh, really in, 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 in a couple ways. Um, the fluidity uh, aspect can be strategically used so that uh, thin walls can be created. And uh, because zinc is a fairly strong material, rather than a really thick wall, uh, you can, um, with some some design uh, strategy, you know, maybe a preliminary FEA analysis, you can determine that, hey, I can make that zinc wall thinner than, than another material. And so uh, by doing so, that wall thickness can be less and ultimately material saved and cost saved. So that's so, so important. Um, another aspect about uh, fluidity and, and some of the, the aspects of zinc and, and that it can be uh, dimensionally very stable is uh, some of those features might require a secondary operation or you may not be able to hold those tolerances or, or, or create those features in other materials, but in zinc you can, thus avoiding all that post-processing cost. Um, so those are a couple elements where you know, zinc and, and the fluidity of zinc uh, really can help out with the, the, the cost impact. Okay. So if part material selection impacts part cost, this could be key to the success of the, of the project, basically, is what it sounds like. Absolutely. Um, it, it is important because, you know, weight and material is, is a big fact, factor in, in, in one's cost. And so if you can design that material in a way that it's thinner uh, and, and less materials used, you're, you're, you're going to achieve a, a better uh, cost basis on, on that product, certainly. So in addition to part cost, what are some of the other elements of zinc and fluidity that can contribute to uh, a positive design implementation? Sure, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it gets back to, to um, can you create that feature or can you hold that feature in other materials? Um, and if you can't, you are looking at uh, post-processing steps that, that, that could be much more expensive. With zinc being so fluid, uh, you can achieve um, those features and really enable the designer to um, open up their, uh, their, their creativity to create the, the part the way they want to create it, as opposed to some of the limitations on the material itself. Okay. So designing with zinc alloy can impact both the end user and even impact the environment, really. Yeah, there's there, there's some aspects to saving material um, with with uh, you know the fluidity of zinc. So the less material you're using, the the you know the the, the better situation is for the environment. Obviously, le less material to go in the landfill, but also the amount of heat that we use to melt zinc is, is, is less than other materials. And, and part of that is just the nature of the chemistry, right? It, it takes less temperature, uh, less heat to melt zinc. Uh, but then also with that said, uh, zinc itself is a material that can be re recycled 
Uh, there's no uh, degradation in the material strength due to regrind like uh, like a plastic part. And so we are able to re recycle the material. Uh, we're able to minimize the material use even, and even the, the amount of heat or energy to melt down zinc is you know uh, decreased due to the properties of, of the zinc alloy itself. Yeah, I, and I was thinking of it purely from the scrap because, like in plastic injection molding, you know, you've got all that excess and the flash and the and the everything going into it. But I never thought about the 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 heat and the amount of energy it takes to actually melt. So that that's a good point. I never never took that into consideration. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Are, are there particular industries or applications where zinc fluidity is are more important than other areas? In other words, are there are there industries that are, this is yeah. more of a factor than others? Yeah, uh, I mean, one area where thin walls, in addition to optimizing strength, um, you know, is real important. And, but 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 obviously, zinc is a heavier material, right? And so, it can be, um, you know. Uh, a, a characteristic that in, you know, aviation, even automotive, you know, you want to minimize uh, uh, the weight as much as possible. So designing things strategically with thinner walls is so, so important. Um, so those industries, you have to balance the, the strength and the, the heft or, or the mass of zinc with the, the, the thin walls that you can achieve. And, and sometimes uh, plastic, you know, or other materials could make sense because zinc is very dense. But one area where, where zinc is, is very good is um, for dissipating heat. So in, in different electronic uh, applications, you want to uh, move heat away from the, the, the printed circuit boards, for example. And so you might create a, a heat sink out of zinc. And so um, zinc itself is, is is, is a good uh, material for heat dissipation. But if you think about another element that will help your dissipation is the surface area uh, of the airflow, right? And so if you can create um, thinner walls, uh, you can create more fins in, in a given heat sink. And so um, part of the, the challenge there is to create as much surface area for air to move and so uh, the heat can get removed. And so if you can create um, thinner walls, you can create more fins in the heat sink and thus have a better heat sink um, um, achieved in, in, in the long run. And so it's a function of the wall thickness, which becomes a function of the number of fins, which becomes a function of the surface area and really ultimately the effectiveness of that heat sink product. And so that's where zinc and thinner walls can really be a, a key, a key advantage uh, for the electronics industry like that. You might need something like that also because automotive, everything's trying to like shrink down the amount of space used in the, in the engine compartment. Well, and, and, and a lot of electronics right now, key is that you have a high intensity LEDs that are generating a lot of heat. So the movement of that heat is, is so, so important. And, and even with um, the uh, EV cars, uh, uh, you, have, you have batteries heating up, you have charging systems that are, that, uh, you know, just work so much more efficiently when the heat is, is um, you know, uh, dissipated out. If, if, if one of those systems gets too hot, then the system in itself, like a charging system, just becomes less and less efficient. And so 
uh, the idea of dissipating heat is, is just really integral to a lot of different applications within the electronics industry. Could could be automotive though, and and, and could be other uh, areas for lighting and and other just uh, processing power where where heat heat is generated. What would you say would be the main challenges when you're working with uh, zinc alloy fluidity, and does that affect the manufacturing process or the end product? Well, one aspect of fluidity is you know there's a lot of positive elements to it uh, i.e you can create very uh, intricate details um, but with that said there are concerns uh, especially as a tool wears there, there may be erosion and, and, and part of um, a characteristic of the of the part or the casting will will be the the presence of flash so if a tool erodes on, on the two halves of, of, of the part, for example, you, because zinc is so fluid, you can get a little excess uh, flash is what we call it in the industry that is really an undesirable um, excess material that needs to be trimmed away or dealt with in, 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 a, in, a, in a way that, that will not uh, detract from the function of the part. And so, uh, as a die caster, we have to be cognizant of how a tool wears uh, and how the fluidity of the zinc can impact that. But it, it's often a, a, a great way to identify early on if, if a tool is wearing and that can be rectified, whether it's a, it's a repair or even a replacement of, of the entire tool. But because zinc is so fluid, it will find any void or any area of erosion. And, uh, you know, that is an important uh, element to control, monitor, and uh, rectify as quickly as possible. It sounds like there's a lot of upfront work in, in the design to get everything to collaborate to work together. If somebody is looking at this, is it something that they design and they bring to you, or do you collaborate with the engineers to kind of bring it all to fruition? Yeah, we really pride ourselves on a great collaborative uh, relationship with ultimately the designer that understands the function of that part with our expertise and the manufacturability. And so when you have those two elements converging together, uh, really a nice optimal design can come into play and, and and how that really impacts the tool design is that we need to communicate to the part designer how fluidity works and how zinc can flow because it's a very quick process right and so we have to simulate this high pressure almost instantaneous flow of material and we've got different systems uh, that in a predictive way we can identify possible issues with uh, uh, material flow that's undesirable. It might create uh, surface finishes that are less than ideal. It might create porosity, which are little air bubbles. And so uh, in a predictive way, we wanna identify that, design around that. Um, and so that even before we cut steel uh, on the tool, that we have identified that and, and and ideally rectify that. Now, of course, we still have to create the tool, run the tool, and you know identify um, um, how the real part looks. But uh, that's a great uh, example of how our expertise in in uh, 
and design for manufacturability uh, can really complement the ultimate success of that project. And just to give a little little plug here, you actually can tell, help a person right from all the way through the whole process, from working with the design through even the tooling all the way to the actual production, correct? Yeah, it really helps both sides to cl collaborate together. Um, we we can do a better job when we understand how that part works, maybe in, in a systematic way, and then they can design the part uh, better and smarter because there's hundreds of decisions uh, an engineer has to make, and, and, and often it's a balance, right, of, of different constraints. And so if they understand some of the manufacturability, some of the arbitrary decisions that one could make are now uh, really aligned to a better cost and a better long-term solution uh, as opposed to just some that will work on day one. We, we want to collaborate so it works in day one, and then the life of the tool the performance and the dimensional and strength characteristics of that part are, are, are not only good on day one, but, but throughout the entire life of the product. And that could be years and even decades later. Dave, this has been great. I mean, this has really given a, a good understanding of, of zinc, but all zinc die casting, but also how fluidity plays a role in that. I'm going to give you the last couple minutes. If you want to summarize or, or any other points you wanted to point out, bring out. Well, the thing that we often, uh, the kind of eye-opening moment when we talk to people that aren't familiar with zinc alloys and the die casting process is, is fluidity because everybody has this impression that, um, you know, it's a, it's a dense metal and that the, the metal is going to be sluggish and syrupy, but, uh, you know, maybe some steel, some plastics, you can't move as quick. And when you do, uh, the, the way the, the material is shot into the mold, you know, ha has its limitations. Um, you know, the idea of fluidity and high fluidity within the zinc uh, alloy properties really is something that's difficult to see. And it's certainly something you don't see with the, the, the solidified part in front of you. Um, that's heavy, that's mass, you know, it's a massful part usually, but when you see the die casting process in, in real life, in real time, you see how quickly the, the material can flow, how quickly it, it can solidify and then becomes very, very rigid and very stable. Um, and so, um, those are just usually eye-opening moments when we talk through some of these things and then the design engineer can can really understand that they can design things in a little different way. Um, and a lot of the designers we work with might know plastic injection molding really well. And so they, you know, it's a very similar process, but plastic injection molding, you know, you have warpage, you have concerns with heat sink and, 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 and wall thickness design is very important in that world. Uh, zinc is a lot more accommodating. Uh, you can uh, design uh, wall thicknesses in, in varying amounts throughout the design. You don't have to worry about warpage as much because as the part solidifies uh, in zinc, it solidifies quickly and it solidifies in a very stable way. And so there's not this long-term warpage. Uh, you know, sometimes plastic parts that I've been involved with, you know, they turn into kind of a potato chip, right? Exactly. You, know, 
you, you you wouldn't get that type of consideration with with zinc. It's it, it's uh, it solidifies and, it, and it's quite rigid and it's right, uh, you know, established right to the the right um, uh, ge ge geometry right from the the start. And so those those are things that often uh, the design engineer is like, okay, now now I got some you know new ways to be creative and really let their own. Uh, uh, you know, their own uh, initiative and, you know, aligned concentration on, on part function really uh, wins the day, you know, in, in that type of environment. This is a lot to go through. And I'm sure people that are listening to this, if they have more questions or they have a project, should they contact you or uh, if, if you want to say, you know, where they should, who they should contact with the company or. Yeah. Absolutely. We, we pride ourselves in, in, in our engineering expertise. Um, we've got a lot of different folks throughout a lot of disciplines here that, that are, are engineering related. I, I, within sales, have an engineering background. We've got design engineers, we have process engineers, quality engineers, uh, you know, to help our customers and really align to advice. But then we have people working on continuous improvement, uh, robotics, and really we've got engineering expertise on the back end too for our operations group. And so all that comes together. Uh, uh, we pride ourselves in, um, you know, not only delivering quality parts on time and, you know, and, and really um, supporting the, the life cycle of, of the product from day one to, to the end of life, but also to supporting the our customers in the design process itself. And so we've got some re resources on our website. We've got different ways to connect with us. Uh, you know, in today's world, it could be a phone call, an email, a webinar, or, or uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, us just getting involved in person. Um, and so we always ha happy to, to talk through things, talk through uh, when zinc is, you know, is, is, is a good material. And e even when zinc is not a good material, some, some parts, you know, really will function well in other materials. And we want to steer uh, that uh, customer in the right direction. And, uh, you know, if it happens to make sense in zinc, then, then we can, you know, um, take things further, obviously, but, uh, our goal is really to be supportive of, of the customer and to help them do their job and make that pr project successful. That's excellent. And uh, what we'll do is we'll also put a link to the website, uh, in sure. the show notes so that uh, people need to go down and be able to click on it and be able to go right over, over to the website. Great. Dave, yeah. can't, can't thank you enough. That, that has been very informative and and thank you for, for being on the manufacturing expert. Uh, this is great. And thank you again for your time and taking time to talk to us about this. Great. Nia, I appreciate your, your efforts and helping the, the rest of it in the industry and, and uh, the, you know, the folks to learn more and uh, at any, in any point, just give me a shout. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to our podcast. The manufacturing experts is designed to provide our audience with information and discussion about manufacturing from manufacturing experts. We do not monetize this podcast and ask for your support by subscribing to our channel and telling a friend about our podcast. We also value your opinion and would love to hear your feedback. Simply contact us using the email listed in the show notes.